So as you know, a couple weeks ago, I went on a pilgrimage. And towards the, towards the end of the pilgrimage, our, our last evening there, our own last supper, uh, we were gathered together. And then, you know, the, you, know the, you share a last meal and all the, all the fun memories and all of these things. And then the concluding point, you know, led by our, led by our, our director for the, for the trip, um, stands up and, and invites others to reflect upon what the fruits have been for their experience there. What has the Lord done? And of course, you know, it's, it's early on. You're still, you're still kind of reeling from the reality of what all you've taken in during the particular experience. But, but already there were fruits, experiences that, that people had had that, that changed their, their understanding of, of the Lord or of His life or of Our Lady in some particular way. And this is the uh, simple fact that it's a normative thing for us that whenever we experience some, some particular, uh, particularly important event for us in the things of our faith, to be able to assess what's the fruit of this. Any pilgrimage, any retreat, any of these kinds of things, they challenge us to have some fruit born from it. What are the fruits? And so it's appropriate for us as we come here on this last Sunday of the liturgical year that we look and see what are the fruits? What are the fruits of our soul that have been born this year? Again, there must be fruits. Our Lord, whenever He was passing through Jerusalem and, and passed by the fig tree, even though it wasn't in season, He demanded of it fruits, and when there were no fruits, He cursed it and it withered. The Lord also tells us that by your fruits you will know them. This is how we know the things of Christ. This is how we know the things of the Lord, is by the fruits that they produce. And so, what fruits have we produced this year? What has taken place in our soul? What virtue have you grown in this year? Did you intentionally set aside time and make a point of improving some particular aspect of life? What fruit has been born from that? What have you read this year to nourish your faith? You know, it's my continual, my continual encouragement to read good books, especially the fathers and the classics of the church, the spiritual classics. Anything that begins with the author's name as saint, I encourage you to read regularly. What have you read that has nourished your faith this year? What fruits have been born by spending time with a good book or the good book itself, the sacred scriptures? What has increased within you? What good works have you done? How have you lived and expressed the faith and passed on the faith to another person? How have you encouraged someone else in the living of their faith? In the closeness to the church, when they in fact may be compelled to simply give up hope and leave? How have you been a source of consolation and a peace? How has your prayer life changed this year? It's a simple reality that in the spiritual life, there are no plateaus. You're either going up or you're going back. How has your soul changed this year in the manner of your life of prayer? In a particular manner, how has your intimacy with the person of Jesus Christ changed? Are you closer to God? These are things that we can look to, to be able to interrogate ourselves to be able to look to our own souls and, and see where is the fruit. 
Oftentimes, you know, there, there are ways in which we can, we know that things may be happening that we can't always quantify. But there is the fact that, that whenever fruits are born, being born, something changes in us. When there is new life, something changes. What has changed within us this year? And if the answer would be, seem to be nothing, it's an invitation for us to seek after the Lord. And if indeed we recognize fruits, it's to turn back to Him in thanksgiving. And especially as we come with all of these things, whether we have seen fruits or whether we have not seen fruits in ourselves this year, the invitation for us today is still the same. It's found in the Collect of the Holy Mass. That prayer which encourages us to set our hearts on the Lord and that our wills might be stirred up to seek the fruit of this divine work, that we may be ever more abundantly healed. Wherever we are, fruits or not, it is for us to choose again today to seek after the Lord, to reap the fruits of this holy mystery, to recognize that we come not simply to, to be among friends or to be able to, to listen to beautiful music or hopefully to hear an encouraging word from the, from the priest. We come to worship the one true God, and there are necessarily fruits in this. That's not the main purpose. The main purpose is to worship the one true God. But by coming close to Him, we are changed. By opening our hearts to Him, we are transformed. We are healed. What graces have you received this year? And what fruits have you borne? How have you responded to the Lord? Simple questions that we can ask of ourselves, but important ones to make sure that we continue to seek after our Lord and to follow after Him. That we don't remain content to remain as we are, but always to strive further, to pursue perfection in Christ. And in the end, to know that all of this is His work and is His will, and to entrust ourselves to Him wholeheartedly in these great mysteries. And so may God indeed grant us the grace today to have our wills stirred up, to seek Him ever more intently, in these sacred mysteries, to know his healing and his peace here and now, but above all, to praise him, to worship him, to honor him, to adore him, and to look forward to the day where we do so for eternity in heaven.